0: Discretion is advised as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Now, are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. Alrighty, alrighty. Here we are once again. Another all star cast, symboling the best roles
1: of the star wars fan
2: base this
1: (laughs) this man's got a fucking theme song
0: (laughs) you're too kind
1: i just we i was again i do my research hi trevor from the barely critical podcast i do my research i've listened to a few episodes and as my co-host luke and we're just like this man's got a theme song Big, just like big baller brand, like right out.
0: Like. <laughs> it was worthwhile. I had filmed a music video for him, and he decided to repay the favor. And I was like,
1: Thank uh, you. "Well, now man. you need a music video
0: for the theme song. Oh, that's phase two. Oh. That's the only option.
1: <laughs> the oh. only way. The only I, way." I have up. less
0: range than some of these Star Wars actors, so I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just some of them. Some. Of them. Yeah, just some. Well, I said some. <laughs> no, 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 Peter, Peter, Mayhew, all. I got. I got so much more clout than Peter Mayhew, but oh, you're asking James. Well, oh, like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh,
0: convention of appearance uh, where I met him. But, um, Oh, so warning. We already mentioned Harrison Ford, Christopher Lee, Katie Sackhoff, Liam Neeson, Samuel L. Jackson, Jimmy Smits, Peter Cushion, and Pedro Pascal is too awesome f- to have just one episode about him. So we are talking about the remainder of the star Wars actors. You can't not associate with this franchise. Just a casual, just tour de force on what you know all these actors from, was, besides I- this.
3: I wish you told me late. in advance. I got seven pages on Jimmy Smiths. I got throw out.
0: And Peter Crushing was my ace in the hole on this one.
1: No, it's I fine. Only, we we
0: can still mention <laughs> them. And we'll, I we'll, only
1: uh, took notes on Harrison Ford. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I have a piece of paper and it says Indiana Jones and in Crayola, and that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's Indiana it. Indiana Jones?
0: Question mark? <laughs> India. Indy. Indy. Uh, yeah, who's better,
4: Honor Indy? Honor Indiana Jones. Oh, wow! Big... Oh, you just, just opened the, the black
0: hole of the internet. <laughs> oh, that's
3: it. It's done. <laughs> hey, I'm not afraid to go on record. Indiana can Jones. Can I say and Detective Decker
0: from Blade uh, Runner?
4: I don't know if he would be in. The, if he would be. Oh, you think him versus
0: the other two? I don't know about that. I mean, he can handle replicants. I think he can handle. <laughs>
3: Oh, what is if he, he a was a replicant. Yeah, he's definitely yes, the say. smartest I of the bunch.
0: The replicant. <laughs> 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 Which version of Blade Runner are we watching? There's about thirty. thirty-seven I mean, 37 he looks more versions, interested so. there than in the Star Wars sequels. So I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just one eighty. Uh, Let's talk. Yeah, about can Blade I put Jack
0: Ryan from those Tom Clancy movies as well? I don't know. Oh hell yeah! Oh, Clear and present yeah. danger, oh. Patriot Games. He's got he's got some serious wrestling moves in those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If we're doing all of those, we have to include the old guy from Forty Two as well. If we're just like putting <laughs> our support to together,
0: <laughs> not nah, not fair. Then we got to include Wallace sta- side. And who would <laughs> he want doesn't stand much of a
1: chance? But would you not pay to see that?
0: Mm. No. I'd <laughs> rather <laughs> put his character from Anchorman like, in there. I don't
4: know. <laughs> uh,
0: only if I'm allowed to put in his Expendables character, but. Uh.
4: <laughs> oh yes.
0: Oh, what was the name, Church? In that, or was that Bruce? Oh uh, no, Bruce no, Church. he replaced Bruce Willis. And he replaces like, Bruce Willis. We yeah. we decided, Mr. Church, we've had enough of him. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's out, out of the, he's the, of the picture.
4: He's out yeah, Bruce Willis did eleven of those garbage movies in two years uh, from that company that just where he just he gets his lines fed to him and he just says his lines and walks off. He was okay to do those, but he just couldn't come back for Expendables, right? Like.
0: He wanted well, too, much he asked money. For too much money. But the irony was Stallone also works for that same company. <laughs> oh,
4: does, oh, does Stallone, is Stallone in that <laughs> That's play? what he yeah. did those
0: escape plan movies for. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like those initial movies before they just became just very amateur Smart. hour.
4: Yeah. It helped yeah. that they had
0: better actors. And then it's like after, what, 2018, then it's like, oh, let's stop giving you quality actors and let's start just rushing Bruce Willis's takes <laughs> <laughs> right nothing to choose from um but no we're we're going to talk about plenty of actors who also got similar like sitting at a desk barking orders <laughs> It'll Be interesting how this goes uh so uh yeah i uh, here on the show we got j man how are you <laughs> good how are you thanks for having me on oh, very good very good we got luke geisler and trevor savert from barely critical
5: hello barely. hello
0: we're barely. here to be barely critical just barely. That mm-hmm, yes. hey, la- need- sounded like you were doing a Harrison Ford impression right there. Probably,
1: <laughs> very, very if you want a hot take, we will give you approximately 23% of one. Just barely.
0: <laughs> very warmed over take. <laughs> yes. A negative plus one. Now, um, <laughs> Dylan Shea Schlinder, how are you? <laughs> uh, Dylan from Reels
3: of Justice. Happy to be here. Happy to be Reels here.
0: Reels of Justice.
3: So I, I, we take the ultra-critical Line because movies can only be good or bad on our show
0: uh, <laughs> The, uh, yeah. but the You have the honors, <laughs> yes, that's uh, right. <laughs> working with the Mads themselves Trace Bilyeu and Frank Conniff Ah, that's right, Frankie C and
3: Trace, the good guys, good friends You know, they come on the, the show The Ogreman Michael Bay haters <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, uh, but Frank Conniff came out to uh, prosecute The Dark Knight That was amazing. Like, he he really went (laughs) for it. Not (laughs)
0: rises, but
3: the middle. No, no, no. Not the dark. Yeah, not rises. Rises, he probably would have won, but he went for the the dark night. He went went for the throw. It was fun.
0: So, we got another guest on here, John Reed from 30 something, if I'm not mistaken.
6: Hey, guys. How's it going? Everybody hear me okay?
3: Yes. You you sound great. A voice for radio.
0: Yes. Yeah. And a face for one,
6: too.
0: <laughs> Careful now, guys. Come on. We got plenty of voice actors to prosecute in this session here. <laughs> oh, God. That's is true, isn't it?
7: Uh, the that's so a Big block.
6: Well, apologies apologies for running a few minutes late we were you were quite all
3: right we it's a podcast no one would have known
6: no, there
3: no. <laughs> Fair uh, we where? had my,
6: my son and i we had our own adventure in the car on the way over i, I picked him up from uh his high school and i was driving him back and the there's a pickup truck in front of us and they must have hit a pothole or something and that one of the rear tires just flew off and went up into the trees
0: no 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 oh, no God. see that, wow. that, that that's a pod racer It looked like
6: it. That's a free time. I I thought of pulling over if I didn't think I'd get stuck in the ditch too. I thought of pulling over and just rolling down the window and be like, hey, if you try spinning, that's a good trick.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I can loan you my land speeder, see if his dad gets in and be like, really? I'm changing a tire here. Get out of here. That's great. That's working great. So let's boogie. Let's party.
2: Boogie, boogie, boogie.
0: I'm going to just highlight a few actors and everyone can just chime on in and any that my stupid ass forgot to name, you can feel free to insert as well. And so let's start off with Mark Hamill. Obviously this is the first role everyone knew him from, but mm-hmm. did anyone ever bother with his other sci-fi knockoff movies and
3: before I assume true. you mean so. *Guyver*. and uh, I was gonna say answered, 100% awesome, yeah. yes, *Guyver* yeah, a- awesome. <laughs> is a dope movie. So what Guyver is is basically, uh, Mark Hamill is just kind of like an average Joe, this weird alien thing lands on the planet, it gives him like this crazy body armor with these weird elbow spikes, and he fights mutants the whole movie. Well, so
6: so I learned something about that movie, because we actually just did that a couple months ago on our show, and I, I never watched this movie growing up, but as a kid, I knew the cover of the VHS. Because every video store I went to, I would do a double take. Of it. Wait a minute, is that Luke Skywalker? Is that Luke Skywalker? <laughs> in another movie? I didn't think he was allowed to be in other movies. And so I knew this movie. I knew this VHS from growing up, but I never saw it. And so we we did it a couple of months ago. And I was expecting exactly that. I was expecting, oh, Mark Hamill's going to be the hero. This is going to no, be. No, yeah. he's
4: not. He's yeah, not. He's a side
6: character. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is this thing?
4: <laughs> nice. and not only sequel was better.
6: Here's
4: another Star Wars um was he a Guyver two is awesome guy he was 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 Guyver better. Two was way better but yeah uh, he i wasn't did. in it though i don't think uh, yeah. i remember like, another, another, in another, spoiler in that <laughs> another spoiler alert for the guyver
6: <laughs> another spoiler alert for the guyver is that it's got <laughs> the first appearance of jar jar binks in it too
0: uh, uh <laughs> best yep uh i was gonna mention make he does his best well there was that in pull boy drowning out the fury which it was
6: it was that was uh actually jimmy walker from, uh, you know, Dynomite Jimmy Walker. Yeah. He, he plays this alien character that sounds exactly like Jar Jar. And I'm like, alright, so George Lucas spent way too much time watching the Guyver.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anything for you, Marky? Um, <laughs> so, uh,
3: I've been Man, I thought Guyver was see... going to be my ace in the hole. I kind of shot my load early here, boys. <laughs> no,
7: it's fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's been in so many shows, Cosby, Streets of San Francisco, but I kind of just found it funny that the same year he was in Star Wars, he was also in the Ralph Bosky's Wizards, <laughs> very similar kind of cartoon movie. Yeah. But I mean, if anyone's seen Corvette summer big red one, or even his junky sci-fi films like slipstream or time runner, check them out. <laughs> He's also the cop who dies at the beginning of sleepwalkers. He's a psycho in the Michael Dudikoff movie, midnight ride. So, <laughs> He, he had it figured out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Mark Hamill would go on to have
3: a pretty successful voice acting career, most famously. A little, a little bit. The, you know, the, uh, the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. Mean, his even, his was, voice is the definitive Joker for a
0: whole generation. He's even that, briefly he, on Sequest and one of the Wing Commander games. So, I mean, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. He's,
6: oh, see, when he's you Chuck said Keith, voice acting, I Chuck thought Keith. you were going to go straight for the biker mice from Mars.
3: Oh, <laughs> there's a I reference. Was, actually, I was thinking more of his, his Simpsons cameo as well. I, I, I was definitely one of the first
0: cartoon
4: <laughs> versions I
0: saw him in post-Joker.
4: But <laughs> yeah, I mean... He used it, the voice of Chucky, too, right, in that garbage remake? Yep, he was uh, in Chucky. He you thought even, the remake was garbage? I kind of liked it. Uh, I didn't watch it because I... Well, then how watch. can you say it's garbage? <laughs> Jim, I'm pretty, confident. Like, ah, I'm pretty <laughs> confident that it's garbage.
0: <laughs> uh, it's pretty watchable, I mean, but I gotta rewatch it again.
1: I mean, if we're talking about Mark Hamill voice actings, I think we all forget the Fire Lord, Lord Ozai as well. Oh
3: man, no. that is a great, great one as well. I should just but, have done watching that whole series with my kids. Nice, so, I, baby.
1: I grew up, I grew up, me and my older brother, we grew up on Last Airbender, and yeah just i i learned my second time actually watching it that it's mark hamill i was like that's that's the joker that's luke skywalker and just uh impeccable villainry on his part as well like absolutely oh yeah
3: he's got a got a very evil voice when he gets dialed in
0: like that it's pretty Mm. pretty excellent have you guys ever watched metalocalypse replace the (laughs) senator Uh, no, <laughs> well, that ranges adult a swim cartoon. Yeah, adult swim. It's pretty wild, pretty wild show. But,
4: but he he was the trickster in Flash. That yes, was, he was. was he reprised it trickster. on the
0: recent show, and they connected it. Um, yeah, that was cool. If you should totally check out the indie crime film Sushi Girl. He gives a fun diabolical performance. He's got insane hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's pretty. He's briefly on Criminal Minds. He's got to start even yeah. on Chuck and a bunch of other ones. But uh, when I when I got to Kingsman, I was like, "Oh my god, he's in this!"
1: I I saw that too, and he's just like a professor role. I don't even remember seeing him in Kingsman, but yeah, he's like in incredible. the first scene. He's uh the guy. Yeah, he's like, the guy like, the how
0: he's how he's who the history. bomb is planted in, and but yeah, it's uh... a very non Mark Hamill role. He only has like little subtleties, like when he's first entering, he's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, barely has any lines, but they got Mark Hamill to do that. <laughs>
1: I'm sure he had
0: fun. Um If we
1: had an actor, we needed to blow up. Who would it be? <laughs> Mark- <laughs> who would it be?
0: It
3: uh, don't work for a sandwich, so let's get him on board. You know, <laughs> <laughs> So many
0: car crashes and I got put up with this shit, man.
4: Cool. <laughs> you, hey, he you guys, the, he guys ever the heard priest, the... Uh... Right? Was he the priest in Village of the Damned? Or he yeah, was, he's the he like he, was the pre, he, was, he does yeah. like a
0: mind meld and then gets blown up. And obviously yeah. he does a spoofing role Cock knocker and Jane Silent Bob. So
4: yes, Cockknocker. Yeah, Cockknocker. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so I mean, what what won't he be in, you
0: know? Yeah, it's kind
7: of interesting that show. he
3: he never really became like a big movie star, though, you know, like he never had uh, anything that even came close to being Luke Skywalker again. I, I guess that'll be okay a common theme tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was he was Luke Skywalker with blue milk dripping down his face. You know, there's always oh my that God, image. Yeah. Oh hey, we're <laughs>
3: we're talking about Star Wars movies.
1: We're we're talking about non-Star Wars movies. This is true. We don't, oh, we don't need to talk about Last Jedi.
3: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I wouldn't want to talk about any of them. Man, that new trilogy was bad. That
0: was yep. painful. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Hate a discussion, man. No, I'm just kidding. I, yeah.
3: I <laughs> to be fair, I hate all three equally. I don't. I'm not, I'm not picking or choosing. They're all trash, you know. Oh well, yeah. Especially, is... you know, in Star Wars, you had that perfect sequel trilogy in the Timothy Zahn books with uh, Admiral Thrawn. It was right there. You had the blueprint, and Disney threw it all away. And this is what we get.
0: And it yeah, and was... Disney disowns the expanded universe, and you're like, why? Everything yeah. is there. It's golden. Hey. There's still hope for
3: Shadows of the Empire that could still be canon if they say the word. You know, they haven't messed it up so bad that we can't still have Shadows it's of the Empire. It's
0: all good. I think the fans have <laughs> spoken enough to where Kathleen Kennedy's like, "I'm going to silently walk away and give it to someone else." Hopefully, oh boy. Yeah, uh, we'll you, you, you you want it? You can have it. You just <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, just sure. Have to I'm not sure. I'm not sure But I mean, so just on a positive note, I think. Has anyone watched the show Nightfall on Netflix? Yes. Yeah, he's great in that. Uh, yeah, I just thought, man, you know, Hamill—he just looks like Gandalf there with yes. his ass <laughs> sword beard. and beard. I'm like, but he's basically Obi-Wan, but he's playing a fictional knight during the 14th century. And I'm just like, this is a fun show that just doesn't get talked about enough. But I was just so happy when he was on a random talk show not too long ago, and they showed a clip from that. I was like, awesome! For once, he's not talking for the billionth time about Star Wars. He's and promoting new stuff. Do <laughs> you catch
6: yeah, the I, in the Masters of the Universe, the new one?
0: Yeah. I I yeah. wondered where I heard that voice, I was like, yeah. oh, of course it's him. It's yeah. Kevin Smith director. That was, that was one
6: of those that I'm listening to it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's a that's got a little bit of there's a little joker in there. I recognized the him.
0: Allstate guy and Tony Todd, but I didn't recognize him at first. I was like, oh, okay, of course it's him. <laughs> it's him. That, 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 I was just happy, you know, because you hate it so much when everyone gets underused and is like, yeah, no, that how cool they, they actually did utilize him.
7: Oh,
3: that's good. I think everyone likes Mark Hamill, too. You don't hear stories about him being a jerk or anything like that, really. You know, he seems like he's a good guy.
6: Well, I mean, his, his biggest
0: ongoing roles in Star Wars has been Twitter.
7: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's totally the best way to sum it up. Oh, my God. So, um what are our favorite roles of Carrie Fisher <laughs> oh boy oh
3: man. I gotta say my 100% favorite Carrie Fisher role she had a uh, guest spot on 30 rock where she was a uh, yeah an, an older comedy writer from kind of like the Watergate era and Liz Lemon kind of looked up to her and then it turns out like her whole life <laughs> was a mess at the end and she she was really funny in that it was really good
0: I think I do remember that vaguely yeah. and my sister was lining up, oh, my icon. <laughs> and
3: then uh, sure. Jack Donaghy's character, he, say, he says, he uh, uh, never go with a hippie to a second location.
7: You know?
3: Yes. <laughs> oh, I like Baldwin, man.
7: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, when he's uh, hot, he's hot.
7: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Isn't it wild, though, how she just rewrote so much dialogue for female characters, most notably Renee Rousseau in any of her movies. I was like, that's interesting. You <laughs> know? Um, I've heard the r- rumor that in that overrated Spielberg movie Hook that at one point when they pass over the bridge that's actually George Lucas and Carrie Fisher
1: I read the same exact thing because again I'm sitting here thinking of like Carrie Fisher in other movies where's Carrie Fisher been in other movies and then I saw Hook and I was like I don't remember seeing her at all in Hook and I looked it up and that's exactly what I saw <laughs> I'm just like that's okay and she's just credited as kissing woman on bridge I was like okay I have no idea what you're talking about but okay
6: <laughs> she's been, um, because, because we go on our podcast we go year by year and so we've hit a hmm. bunch of them lately where she's been You know, roles that
0: maybe I saw her a long time ago, but... The Time Guardian. The Time Guardian,
6: Harry Met Sally, The Burbs. Burbs. Uh, The
0: Burbs was definitely the first one I saw her in. Man with one red shoe.
6: (laughs) The first time, because as a little kid, when I would watch other movies other than Star Wars on the occasion that I did watch anything other than Star Wars, uh, one of the first times I ever remember watching a movie and seeing another actor from Star Wars in another movie be like... Holy crap, that's Princess Leia. Was when she plays Jake's girlfriend in the Blues Brothers.
0: And that and Ozzy Powers <laughs> yeah. were where I realized, man, she's really fucking funny. You know, yeah. just does all these cameos, sometimes as herself, and you're just like, yeah, I totally buy it. And yeah, her colorful life is just in and of itself pretty funny. And I mean, she did pretty good on that one sitcom, uh, that catastrophe before uh, it, it got canceled. But I, I just loved how it was kind of a mirroring of her crazy life. <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, knew no, <laughs> I man, it's all good. Yeah. My sister introduced me to it and it's one of those, it, it kept finding an audience. It's like, it was on cable and then goes to streaming and then it just kept getting talked about. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> it just, it's a wacky sitcom that won't die. <laughs> <laughs> the community effect, I call it. Um,
4: she seems to be just like in random, like I'm looking her up because I, I, I remember Scream seeing lots free. of movies like here and there, like, Oh yeah, that, there's Carrie Fisher, but never like where it's like, Oh yeah. You know, she's in this whole movie. Like she was in Amazon women on the moon. I've seen that movie a hundred times. Like I can't exactly remember a hundred
1: times. Damn. Uh, you know,
4: I've seen it like, let's say 20 times or whatever.
1: So Run, it's like, he runs the wiki. Uh,
4: yeah. She runs the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like yeah she's in that it's like oh yeah i mean she just pops up here and it's not like mark hamill where you know you know for sure that oh yes he's in that movie definitely right like carrie fisher you have to be reminded sometimes you're like oh yeah i forgot she was in the birds right yes you know so yeah, and it took kinda, one a
0: while to remember it was like oh postcards from the edge you know that was inspired by her life
1: <laughs> oh yeah like,
4: She's been she's in a ton. I'm I'm like just like just like so much
0: writing and producing and sometimes just like you say just a miscellaneous voice or you hear her voice and then you see her on screen you're like oh of course <laughs> yeah. so pretty invaluable and I just like how her daughter is also pretty active on the acting scene. And, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: Carry on the legacy.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk Billy D.
4: Oh, Two Face, man! That was oh man.
0: What should have been? He should have I would been have loved forever. to have seen
4: that. Yeah,
0: would have been better than any of the direct
4: radio shit he did around that time. What about Undercover Brother? That was even, that, that was
0: a good cool movie, right? <laughs> so many cameos, and <laughs> I loved how he appeared. I think on Seventy Show. And they're like, "Hey, what else is Lando doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Don't even start. <laughs> and
3: very famously, the. Uh... The spokesman for Colt Forty Five, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, baby, that was he, a Ross he, romance. He, he <laughs> does not like that part of his legacy. I've read that he won't sign Colt Forty Five merchandise or anything, and he does not like talking about it.
7: <laughs> oh, it works he, every time. Yeah, it works <laughs> for him too.
0: <laughs> it works for him too. Oh uh, man, I mean, it's so wild too how he just would appear in some of the, you know. He does Brian's song, and then does just a bunch of black exploitation films like The Hit and The Take, and then follows it up with uh, just various other just you know crime thrillers. He just was often playing the cool detective, and then you know Star mm-hmm. Wars comes along, you know, and he's already done with Diana Ross and all that other stuff. And I, I think Nighthawks doesn't get talked about enough either. Yeah. That's a fun precursor yeah. to Lethal Weapon in forty eight hours. <laughs>
3: Yeah, another one in that mold he did was called uh, Number One with a Bullet, which is another yeah, one of those kind of, like,
0: buddy Cannon detective films movies. Man, Yeah, a oh, dude.
3: I, a I, great could, line I could, in could talk it
0: forever where about he's talking talking. Sh- oh, totally. And, uh, don't you love the scene where he's just talking some shit, and then each time he's like, oh, never mind, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: like, again, good action, you know? Like, that's what those movies, that's what those movies were about, and he had he had the look for it, you know what I mean? He looked like a guy who was Tough but smooth, you know, it, it was so a tough. tough balance, yeah. Uh, I think
4: growing sping. up, I noticed that canon was bad. Like, I thought canon movies were good. I never, I never got the memo that they were supposed to be bad. Like, I just thought, oh, this is a great movie. This is awesome. They, like, everyone I watched, I'm like, this is like right up my alley. And Even 10 along, to midnight? Yeah, for sure. Why not? Of course. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh my god. I was gonna have to leave this. I was gonna have to leave early. I'm like, guys, I gotta get out of here. I can't fucking be here with this. Yeah, no, it was a test. Yeah, it was a test I passed. Yeah, no, that's an awesome movie. I mean,
0: you just gotta allow yourself some fun. It's okay for people to have an ego that's clearly not perfect, you know? it's,
4: It's okay. Yeah, like they were always fun movies. Like it was like they gave you, they gave you, they delivered on what the the poster and you know kind of the write up said, right? Like, and that's there's no subverting anything. We're doing an expensive
0: movie overseas. Action,
6: action. (laughs) Isn't that what they? uh, Isn't that the story of how they would come up with half of their movies? Was somebody would draw up a poster. They they also
0: got fake investing by also claiming someone was in the movie even though they weren't in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> like they would make the poster, they'd take
6: the poster to go chat up some producer or something. They'd be like, Oh, so we got this um movie, and it's it's um, see the shoe that's on the poster here. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be break dancing, and uh, um, <laughs> yeah. um, you'll get your money back, a I swear. <laughs>
4: yeah, you'll get it back. Yeah, I swear, man, I swear. <laughs> I love break, I love the break in movies. I own both those, I like them. <laughs> Hey man, it's all good.
6: It's <laughs> I I I think every movie that has two in the title should end with Electric Boogaloo.
4: I 100% agree. 100 oh, For sure. Oh, then
0: so. you'll definitely love Midnight Ride, which had Mark Hamill, which I mentioned earlier.
1: One thing I also appreciate with Billy D is both of the Lego mm-hmm. movies that came out recently. In the original, he voices Lando, and then in the Batman Lego movie, he voices Two Face. Yeah, I'm
0: totally like great thing, wink at those iconic brand. '80s movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. the The funny thing with the Lego Batman movie is, again, me and my dear friend Luke uh, here, we went to go see it in theaters because what else are we going to do with our days? And we're yeah. standing in line <laughs> and notice we're surrounded by women in our in their forties. Um, and we're like, these are a lot of women who are going to see the Lego Batman movie and one of them turns to us and is like, you know this is for Fifty Shades Darker, right? And
7: Ooh.
1: Luke <laughs> gasp, like he just heard something terrible and goes oh, sinners <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean to well, be then, fair, then, we should have been like, you know, aware that there's a line for the Lego Batman movie. That should have been our first cue. Something hey, was off. Hey, they could they could have just had a ten. There's only so many know. jokes you can remember. I right? mean <laughs> you're gonna have to watch them ten dozen times just to pin it down.
4: <laughs> those films are uh, cinema sins. <laughs> it's like it's a sin against cinema. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, you're not too just
0: far off. Peddling smut in our theater.
4: <laughs> it wasn't even anything that David. I was like, I, I saw oh, not just smut. It's got
0: to be Lego smut. That'd be
7: yeah, like
1: market. <laughs> oh my god. If you just when you are, thought hinte wasn't enough. Are you are you horny but also love just putting bricks together? Do we <laughs> Do have love- to film for you? <laughs> you Hollywood, see- here we come. You want to see bricks
0: going into holes? <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, Billy D. Williams.
1: <laughs> 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 i
0: glad we talked
1: him. Billy <laughs> so, D. Williams. And seen Lego bu- I've seen a
0: bunch of his shit. He was really cool as Gibbs' retired friend recently on NCIS. But the last time I saw him was when I was just scrolling randomly through Redbox back when DVDs and Blu-rays were still the rage. <laughs> and there's this movie that are called Bloodlines. It looks like a poor man's version of the wire and there he is on the cover with a slum face i'm like oh that can't be good <laughs> <laughs> you're just i gotta billy. see this no. it's on tubi now so <laughs> that's definitely the place i where it's best to see it as opposed to pay five bucks to one oh yeah hmm, it's like a it maverick out, home entertainment movie
3: <laughs> well you know it's something i think is, we're gonna find in common with a lot of the actors and actresses we're talking about tonight is how they did a lot of like guest spots on like these on tv shows you know like billy For d williams
0: tv shows yep. yeah like
3: billy d williams had a great guest spot on the show white collar he played a, uh uh X-Glass, someone ex-con. remembers that
7: Yes. yeah
3: and i mean first of all white collar is a, a pretty decent show you know it was that early 2010s aesthetic from usa you know kind of at the end of like monk and psych and Burn my noticed, sister denies you know?
0: that she had a matt Bomer crush i know that's a fucking
3: everyone has a matt Bomer
0: crush everyone right? does hey
3: right? jeez <laughs> The guy's impossibly handsome. None of us stand a chance. You know, right.
0: <laughs> she's starting watching Chuck when they <laughs> actually, him. Actually, we do stand a chance.
3: The guy he he is a homosexual, you know. So we'll we so we'll be okay. Good, Good for anyway. him.
1: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying we actually do
3: have a shot, is all I mean. There we go. <laughs> but anyway, my point is uh, with Billy D. Williams, he plays a, like an ex-con who's coming back to um back to this like part of town where one of uh, the uh, Matt Bomber's friends lives. And he is kind of like him only old now. Right. So you can kind of see like the track of his life. He'll kind of end up like Billy D. Williams or he can go a different way. You know, So it's a neat little episode. Don't
0: be like me. Do as I say, not as I do. Well, no, he
3: wants to be like it. Billy D. Williams. is impossibly cool. The whole episode. Ah, (laughs) Again, he's
0: super slick and super cool all the
3: time. It's got to be in his contract. You know, I got to (laughs) rewatch it. That's great. (laughs)
4: I love Lando as a kid, though. Like, I thought he was so cool. He had a cape, and he ran Cloud City, and that And at a
0: time, like, he redeems himself while Han, you know, had he not been, had that one final argument with Luke, would have totally taken his money and just let Luke probably die at the Death Star.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And, yeah. and Everything Billy did, I mean, he was doing it for his city, so you could understand that brief traitorish angle, you know? <laughs>
4: Well, he's got to run that entire establishment. He man, can't man. Like, he's, he's a, basically he's
0: both a pimp and a politician, man. You got to you got to earn your business. <laughs> man. You mm-hmm. know, the, the the
3: novels too, the expanding universe that Disney would ultimately throw out. Like the authors love playing sorry, I sorry know, the the that. authors <laughs> love using Lando. He's prominently featured in the Zahn trilogy. He's prominently featured uh I think it's uh was it K.W. Anderson who does the Jedi trilogy after the Thrawn trilogy? Yeah, he's J- Kevin yeah, Anderson
0: he's, is amazing, and he wrote yeah. some great X-Files novels and plenty of other stuff, but he and Timothy Zahn, I mean, just, and plenty of other guys, just oh, yeah. do so good at just, you felt like they knew it better than anybody else. Yeah, they did, <laughs> and those two
3: trilogies were such a good one-two punch, and Lando figures prominently in both of them, because he, I mean, he gets some development in the movies, you know, but, like, he's not the main focus, so he's a fun character. To play with so you have to imagine that billy d was hoping they would adapt those because at he the end of Fair return enough. the jedi well, he's got he could have
0: too. i always wished at return of the jedi he could have just stolen away that falcon oh that would have been but he was great, supposed
4: to it? die though i wasn't i think he was supposed to die and then they had to reshoot her or whatever because people were not happy like I am you lucas Fuck yeah you well, i wouldn't have mm-hmm.
3: i wouldn't have been happy with lando dying
4: that's I what I like said. It. He's yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he's like, Oh, it goes, I have a feeling I'm never gonna see her again. And he was they were supposed to blow up and then they're like screw it's like well, <laughs> what did I well, think? Embarrassingly books,
0: bad, you know? so cut to bad slow motion, Sleet and Dion's my heart will go on, plays And <laughs> <laughs> in
6: that first cut of the movie that yeeha when he flies out of the Death Star yeah. it's way different when he doesn't make it.
0: <laughs> <He> doesn't <want. laughs> Oh god, and how about the fact that he almost dies in the sarlik pit and he just basically froze another guy to his death by just walking backwards? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's got my leg. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, he's a cool ass dude, and no amount of bad movies can shield him from just as awesomeness, even before you put the Star Wars hat on. He's just too cool. Well, you know, he's not the
3: reason the movies he's in are bad either. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, that's a good yeah, one. Like he he's he always, slick he always brings and awesome.
0: Yeah, he's exactly. just some people have that immortality, and he's just mm. one of those even when he was playing himself in just funny guest spots everyone's was like, I want to see more of him. He's just too cool a person, as in out outside of acting to just, just like, nah, I I got nothing bad to say about you, dude.
6: Uh, and he's and he's like you say he's cool. He's forever Lando. Anytime I come across, whether it's on Tubi or whether I was staying up way too late at night and came across a movie that he happened to be on, inner monologue always has the Lando voice and, and I, I see he's in a movie. I'm like, hello, what have we here? <laughs> <laughs>
7: I don't know if anybody else
6: does that, but the moment I see Billy D. Williams in a movie, I'm like, hello. Hello. You truly belong here among my DVD collection.
7: <laughs> yes,
0: you do. Yes, you do. Uh, so I love how the Porkins actor and some of the other Imperials have also often played German officers in the Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> and I mean, anytime I see them now, I just like, hey, it's that guy. Is the guy from the Lucas camp, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or so i say spielberg camp i don't know I just, <laughs> yeah. they work together they, you know they work Disney together camp. but i think if i'm not mistaken i think porkins is also in batman i think isn't he the henchman who shoots someone or something? he was
6: um uh shoot what's his character's name he's the corrupt cop
0: that's who i'm thinking of yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go <laughs> there's a bunch of connections to the first timber and batman um
4: that was Eckhart, right? No, was Eckhart, that Eckhart? Yes. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Think about <laughs> it the future.
0: <laughs> he yeah. turns from Billy D to Aaron Eckhart, that would be amazing.
4: Um you
6: Been drinking Drano, Knox?
4: Been drinking, Yeah, drinking Drano, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> there ain't no bat. <laughs> ain't no mountain high enough.
0: All right, so let's be honest. Alec Guinness is basically the first folklore we ever saw him and was in star wars
1: <laughs> absolutely
0: even before yeah. you get to david lean's epics you know bridge on the river kwai and you know lawrence of arabia or even you know tinker Taylor's soldier spy miniseries like the dude is just too cool for school <laughs> and to think that he had just such a miserable experience making it and yet
4: <laughs> yeah I think he was, he didn't like that people like really only knew him from that. And he's like, I was in Lawrence of Arabia and all this. And it's like, and Star Wars is the big thing. But I think, I think had it gone on long enough, like with him, he would have been okay with it. Like eventually these actors become okay with it because you have to think there's so many actors that get no work or that are never remembered for anything. It's better to have at least some sort of legacy. And, you know, and so I think
0: I, the mature ones eventually figure out, Hey, you hated working on it, but you know, it's a good movie. So, it's just, yeah. Like, would yeah, you rather got? He's paid good and, in know, it. you know? Know? Like,
1: Yeah. Plus, he got paid a lot of money for it. So, like, yeah. What well, can you complain it about?
3: It's not that like is what he said. He's like, I got yeah. paid so much money. I'm, I'm i'll I'm, it's good. You know, that's
0: good. I'm all Life good. Life is good. Life is good. Oh man.
3: You know, uh, one of my favorite movies that he did do uh, we recently did on uh, Reels of Justice was the late the original Lady Killers if yes, you've ever seen that the 50s, or, yeah yeah 1955 or if you've ever seen the remake he plays the uh the tom hanks character the professor mm. who's masterminding the yeah. whole thing and i tell you what he just looks so like evil and shifty but he's still very polite and gentlemanly so it's a great juxtaposition and he just knocks that role uh out of the park especially yeah he owned the, the... Uh, yeah yeah
0: he owned the deceptiveness factor it was like yeah this that's totally why he was casted he has the innocent face of a man who's you know anything but that you know yeah, and, and he had all the all the
3: etiquette and everything like when he was talking uh, the the old lady who's the that would the lady who would be killed in the lady killers is mrs wilberforce the lady who would be yeah. killed yeah <laughs> right he just has a great line where they're trying to scare her saying that she'll be implicated in the crime. And he goes, we won't let them get you Mrs. Wilberforce. You know, It's just, it's just impeccably delivered.
0: He has that. And there's this other spy novel that he did. That's an adaptation forget. It's like from like, I don't know, 47 or something like that. But yeah, I mean, like, like you say, a lot of his roles do, he just knows how to enter a scene. Just the staging is just impeccable. And, uh, even a, a Passage to India, one of David Lean's final movies, he also has like, another brief role in, despite the brownwashing in that. But he he's just really, I mean, I can't blame him for even wanting to do all these various ambassador roles or fatherly figures. And like you say, anti-hero or polite villain. <laughs> just because he, he just had that kind of range to him. And that's why he often landed him. Yeah, he brought
3: credibility to any role he took. You know, I think that's one of the things that actually helped Star Wars so much is that uh, Obi-Wan is immediately a credible kind of figure, you know? Because if you think about all the characters you've met up until you meet Obi-Wan, you know, like Uncle Owen is pretty stilted. Luke is kind of whiny. And then yeah, the, movie movie, gets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie gets serious when you meet... I mean, don't get me started on C-3PO and how annoying he is. But, you know, movie, oh, 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 dear. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. And then oh, I, just- I, I
4: love C-3PO, though. I, there There's a guy who does these breakdowns of characters. He did a three-hour breakdown on C 3 C-3PO character and the importance of that character in the Star Wars trilogy. It's amazing. me As- hours? As- As- he breaks down... the it, He basically is the emotional... He's, I always he's,
0: he's, found Daniels to be a snob in interviews where he acted like he hated working on all of these movies, and yet that's uh, all everyone remembered him for. I, and, I,
4: I I met him, and um, he was really kind to me. We talked for quite a while, and I was at a... But uh,
0: not to Kenny Baker.
4: not No, no. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you dwarf. Get out of my way. You never hear about that. I was like, damn, dude, you're such a prick. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Dude is nearly <laughs> suffocating to death being in a hot, you know, robotic suit. <laughs> you're just one them oh but we can't not talk about warwick davis man Uh, well, yeah maybe we can let's go to the next guy <laughs> what about, what about willow? <laughs> leprechaun but i mean i'm sorry just willow is just immortal that's a great movie.
3: You know, I gotta say, Willow did not age well for me when That's I was a what kid. I keep
0: being told, but I mean, dude, when I was a kid, I loved, I loved it.
3: I loved Val Kilmer's character. When they all got turned into pigs, it was horrifying and it gave me nightmares. And I've gone back and rewatched. It. I was like, oh man, this movie is a slog. You know, it is. Oh no, not not I, for I, me. I I
4: say. You know, I, I watched it like a month it. ago, I think, <laughs> and and I, it held up pretty pretty good. I, I, yeah. I just, I got the Blu-ray, whatever special edition it was, and I hadn't watched it. and I just watched like a month. I recall oh, the monster really
0: not looking good, even though it was stop motion by, you know, Phil Tippett. But I, I will admit the brownies are annoying. But I just love all the magic and <laughs> the other folklore in it. That, that's what makes it for me. And. It's funny. Peter Jackson was quoted as, "I want to make a fantasy film when making Lord of the Rings, but I don't want it to be like Willow. I want it to look like a fantasy version of Braveheart." I'm like, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> At least they tried, you know. Like, they I give a lot of credit to somebody who's trying to do something kind of interesting and neat, and then not just let, let's make a nut, let's take an IP and you know. If anything,
0: I mean, it's kind of more Lord of the Rings than actual Star Wars from how mm-hmm. where Lucas was going with that. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I would have preferred that in general had he just. Come up with it- ideas and just giving them to his friends Copla or Ron Howard to do instead of just you know constantly making questionable decisions and pissing off fans. So.
4: <laughs> should there have been a Willow trilogy? There should have been, he should have done like the Willow trilogy. Like it's like there should have been an Indiana Jones. Well, Star you won't Wars, have to Willow, wait for long because
0: the miniseries is going to come to Disney Plus pretty soon. Oh, I'm sure Willow, be Willow, Willow, miniseries.
3: Yeah, Willow
1: cinematic fun. universe. Oh man. <laughs>
0: no one wanted this why, why are
1: they doing
3: right, it? nobody <laughs> wanted
4: it yeah
3: Jeez.
0: fat val kilmer i mean if it's as good as the dark crystal show it can be fun
3: i mean i'll take fat val kilmer i'll give you that much i like val <laughs> val I, I doubt <laughs> it'll him being it i'm sure <laughs> I, yeah oh poor val kilmer
0: <laughs> i love val kilmer too but man he he made he gave steven seagal a run for his money uh, well, not really a run. <laughs> and I hate Steven Seagull. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, put man. a flight of
3: steps between them. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Michael Madsen seems like he's slender. Um, so uh, how about Dennis Lawson? Doesn't it blow your mind that Ian McGregor's, uh granddad or uncle is... Dennis Lawson is Wedge and Tilly's in the original Star Wars movies. <laughs> you know, Wedge,
3: another character who got a lot of love in the uh, expanded universe, and that was
0: thrown away. I don't even think he's in the new trilogy. Is he even in the new trilogy? I Wedge? think for a split second <laughs> yeah, along with I the guy who is, plays yeah. the Mon Calamari guy, you know, Admiral Ackbar. It's a trap. But yeah, it's... It it's annoying because they're just literally recreating camera angles to where they might as well have just used archive footage instead of just shooting new shit. And it's like oh, but, man. he is uh he's got like a
6: two-second scene in um uh was it rise of my blood pressure? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he's a skywalker. I was in the rise of my blood
3: pressure. <laughs> yeah, now he gets the votes. <laughs> <Huh. laughs>
0: get out oh, of man. here you'll kill open <laughs> in the night that's oh, great that's fucking great <laughs> oh, man. uh what but, uh, but he he's mainly d- stuck to just doing like international tv but i just would always light up when i s- would see him in one of those there was this one show that kept coming on a and E called a uh, horatio hornblower based on the actual this colonial wars back in the day and he would show up in there and he just really stood his ground and I was like, you know what, what an underrated actor, but I can see why he's stuck to kind of doing a lot of theater and just British television. It's just it was his shtick. And um, in all fairness, that's pretty much what most of George Lucas's casting pretty much consisted of cast people, you know, get crew members who worked on documentaries and hire people who worked in TV in England, you <laughs> know.
4: That's where the yeah. real acting is.
0: <laughs> it worked for Hellraiser, so
3: <laughs> all, all that Shakespearean blood—it's really doing them well. Yes.
6: Yeah, we lived in—we uh, actually lived in England for a few years, and that's where I used to see him. So we used to, we'd be flipping through channels, and there would be some like bbc tv show coming
0: to pbs yeah he's he's
6: playing some cop or inspector because every british show has always an
0: inspector yeah and wouldn't you trust him if you were an inspector you know
6: (laughs) my favorite thing about him is and i i thought maybe it was one of those everything Besides everything. Uh, and I thought maybe it was like one of those alternate universe Berenstein Bear kind of things was when I was a kid and Star Wars was pretty much dead. Um, Holy dad, shit. Uh, <laughs> there, there had been nothing, nothing had come out for years. And so my dad got me an audiobook of Heir to the Empire. And I'm like, wait, what is this? There's new Star Wars. And he's like, yeah, here, just a couple of cassettes. It's an audio. I found it at the bookstore. You listen to it. You'll have fun. And so I listened to it, and it had Dennis Lawson reading the audiobook. And oh, I was like, that's I, love, amazing. I, I love this audiobook. Well, so then I, I have it, but the tapes are kind of worn out. <laughs> They're sitting in a drawer somewhere. And so then I went to go download it off of Audible or somewhere like that a little while ago. It's a completely different person reading the story. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I got to have No, 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 no. Jeff Goldblum stop. No,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
7: no.
6: <laughs> I'm, I'm used to Wedge reading this. It's not right unless Wedge is right. So now I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm trying to eBay these cassette tapes to find the... <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: that's that's ugly, not what right. Thrawn
6: sounds like. Thrawn doesn't, no. Mm-mm.
0: That's a way better book. I, I, I will have to check those out because yeah. I, I the most I had, I mean, I read a bunch of those books. I even read rogue squadron books and obviously would go over to a friend's house and play the rogue squadron video games and i think he reprised those roles if i'm not mistaken but or they had a good sound alike or archive foot sound effects of them but I, you just realize how invaluable a person wedge is this is like this dude is literally commanding an entire fleet and just second in command to a jedi guy you know just you know that, that that's like an invaluable role and he just looks so confident in inside, you know, what is basically a closed off set, you know, pretending to pilot a ship, which I can't say about everyone else, you know, it's like half the time they look no less uncomfortable than the what the actors on the prequels looked at where they just weren't used to blue screens or being on a giant, you know, England set, you know, <laughs> Well, and that was what
6: was great about the EU is because you get a character like wedge and pretty much the only thing he ever said was look at the size of that thing. And right. So much love in the rogue squadron books and the um, all the other stuff in the EU. I'm like, I loved his character in the EU.
3: Uh, oh, totally. In in the EU, he had a whole book. I can't remember what it's called that's the time I had. I'll look it up when I'm done talking,
0: I guess. But I think it is actually just called Antilles, if I'm not mistaken. It, I think so. Yeah. Well, the,
3: no, it's like the it's like the starfighters of Arjumar or something. It's this whole planet. Oh, there's a no, definitely another definitely another one like that. Sh- yeah. Yeah, this this whole planet's based around ship to ship combat. And Wedge is sent there as an ambassador and everyone wants to like fight him in his X Wing and everything. And it's it's really cool. So it's like all about like Star Wars dogfighting and stuff. It's really cool. There's one called Wedge's Gamble.
0: Yeah, yes, there was that, that one too. Yeah, that, that one came out like years ago. But yeah, I've I recalled it was a bestseller. And I mean, it it was always just fun even just rewatching the movies because then you would try and spot him because you kind of forget he's in the first one and he just becomes a big staple in Empire where he's showing them how to, you know, take down the giant walkers and then yeah, by Jedi you're just like, yeah, he's basically gonna be at the start of every battle. And, I believe everything's saying. Um, and we can't not, not talk about James Earl Jones. <laughs> oh, man. False Where did he oh, yeah.
1: Of course. Uh, false <laughs> the of
0: the doom like
3: doom. J Man's excellent. I love this guy. <laughs> right, The, <laughs> the fact my that he movie. was
0: almost forgotten about it is like, and he was recredited in the special editions, but he wasn't credited in the original cut. I'm like, that just pisses me off.
4: <laughs> Do you want of- to hear a disturbing thing that my buddy has prophesized? I hope this is not true, but. He's saying about this Obi-Wan series coming out that they're gonna have uh, what's his face, what, what's Anakin. name? Anakin. Anakin, or whatever. Anakin. The, what, yeah, whatever the guy. The Hayden name Christensen. Is. Hayden yes. Christensen, yeah. Terrible and actor. He's gonna be the voice. That <laughs> he's gonna be the voice of Darth Vader, and they're gonna try to make it sound a little bit like James Earl Jones, and they're gonna slowly phase out James Earl Jones, and they're gonna replace it with uh, Hayden. That's his prediction.
1: How? Yeah dare
4: because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, and uh. he's really bleak on these things i'm like oh dude if that happens it's gonna be a riot but why else is hayden christensen in that show like it's darth vader's a mask I think, a I voice
0: think, i think they're gonna show flashbacks <laughs> but then they're gonna cut to the other stuff but then i'm just like okay well whatever he looked yeah, the part he, he, he just like didn't an have any range sure. and I've liked other movies he's been in, like Takers and everything, but he just doesn't have any range to me. And I was hoping to keep this positive, but I I can watch the prequels, but I can't handle him anytime, you know, he's just talking about sand. And I understand what Lucas is going for, (laughs) even though he's not great with dialogue and he could have gotten a rewrite,
1: but it's just like, yeah. Yeah. But it's coarse (laughs) and it gets everywhere. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it does, though. Like, I'll, I'll
1: no, go, it
0: sounds it does like an, an incel who doesn't know how to ejaculate. You know, he's just one of those. Just...
2: <laughs> what?
4: <laughs>
1: oh.
2: <sighs> His
0: first time talking to a girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've
0: all been there.
1: I must feel <laughs> something. Nah. <sighs> <sighs> When you were talking, when you were in junior high, talking to your first crush, did you not also talk about all the sand you get in your pants whenever you go to the beach? <laughs> no,
0: just, Who just How did it get in there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I went to the beach. We've been over this.
0: We. Oh, you sound uh, like you were doing your best Bill Shatner there.
2: Uh, <laughs> to the beach.
1: To the beach. <laughs> over there. <laughs> Sam, I'm, I'm, I'm going to derail this <laughs> I completely.
2: I don't like sand.
1: <laughs> is there anyone who's familiar with Bill Shatner singing Rocket Man?
0: Yeah, oh, how can there not be? Don't call yourself a Shatner fan if you haven't heard. No. Thank man. you, uh,
1: thank you. I I talk to people who are not cultured. and I'm like, have you ever heard Will Shatner sing Rocket Man? And they're just like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, how dare you?
0: I talk to hey, people that- who have seen Boston Legal but haven't seen T.J. Hooker. I mean, come on, come on. Uh.
3: <laughs> oh man, Boston Legal does not hold up. I went to rewatch it, and it was pretty painful. I mean, he's great. James Spader's
0: great, but. at least it was it at least it was rough at least it was in on the joke yeah exactly before me too (laughs) (laughs) i I love david e kelly though so what do i know his his dark comedy just i don't know it just gets me every time he did uh lake
3: placid (laughs) i mean david e kelly is funny i'm not taking anything away from him he is like i just don't know if i would give him a whole tv show (laughs) yeah
0: I mean, it it depends. I mean, some of his recent stuff has been pretty rough, but I still love Chicago Hope. I mean, he thinks he's the Aaron Sorkin of comedy. I think that's the problem. That's fine. We we could totally do a special. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk about David E. Kelly that much.
4: What about James Earl Jones from Alan Quatermain and The Lost City of Gold? Amazing
0: role. Everyone should see it. Uh, I've got the poster in my room looking at
4: it right now. I've got the poster up on the wall,
0: yeah. But it is so wild how. Essentially he just yeah, he, he was the voice of CNN and you gotta love city uh what is it, city limits on mystery science theater.
4: <laughs>
3: I got to meet James Earl Jones once
4: Oh wow when I was oh. in
3: uh yeah, when I was in university, there was uh, uh my history teacher said you could get credit for a test if you go listen to James Earl Jones speak and uh we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I went i went to the uh the the auditorium where he was speaking that night and he uh he did this he read this essay he wrote actually about like shakespeare and it was, it was it was very strange and no one was expecting that they were expecting to talk about his autobiography that he had just published but no he read this essay and a lot of people were like getting up and leaving and it was very strange and um at the end uh, I was walking by and I was trying to get my professor's attention so he would see me and know I was there so he get credit. <laughs> and he was talking to uh, James Earl Jones at the time, and the professor turns and sees me. And so I give him a thumbs up, like, hey, I was here. And then James Earl Jones turns around and gives me a thumbs up. And I was oh like, oh, God. sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so he, wa- <laughs> he waves me over, and I was just, I shook his head. I was like, it's an uh, honor to meet you. You know, it was a great essay or whatever the hell it was you did because <laughs> I tell you it, it was bizarre you know like he was not there talking about his life like everyone thought he would but no he, he seemed very he seemed very gracious and then uh that was, so that's my James Earl Jones story you know got to shake oh that's
0: hand. amazing yeah and, then, you and ever, then Twitter you forgot ever his birthday
4: uh,
0: <laughs> oh but I'm I mean good. he's he's really come a long way though I mean and it's well how you brought up you know Conan the Barbarian. I think that is kind of his second best known role, if it's not the Jack yeah. Ryan movies, if it's not coming to America. Or uh, the Lion World,
3: King maybe? And Mufasa? Yeah. Well, like, there you go.
4: Maybe. Yeah, you want to go into voice acting? Yeah, there's that. Our, there's Shoeless uh, Joe, or sorry, no, what's what's the... Not sure, uh, Shoeless Joe. Sorry, Feel the Dreams. Yeah, There you go. Feel Baseball. The
1: Are we all forgetting the voice that came from the gate from the 2000s animated hit Robots?
4: I like robots. Oh, that was a cool
1: movie. <laughs> robots. That was James Earl Jones. He spoke yeah. from a gate. Iconic role.
0: Iconic <laughs> role. Playing a very iconic voice
1: parody <laughs> role, if I'm not mistaken.
0: But yeah, just, I would like the to theory? point out. I want to point out a movie that nobody
6: has brought up yet, which I think is a, a blood tide gem of his. Is Soul Man? Oh, because oh. everybody but should watch that movie <laughs> right away. <laughs> I mean. If you want to, I mean. <laughs> we we did that movie on our podcast a little while ago, a couple of years ago, and it was just so awkward to talk about. We're like, guys, how do we even comment on this movie? I'm not 100% sure. James Earl Jones is awesome. When All right, good got, episode. Man. We'll see you guys.
0: Later. Oh, I can't go early. Damn.
6: <laughs> you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen. There is a video, and I, I don't remember who does it. There's a video on YouTube where it's clips of Darth Vader. It's it's Darth Vader scenes from the different Star Wars movies, but they have replaced Darth Vader's dialogue with James Earl Jones dialogue from his other movies.
7: <laughs> That's awesome! Oh, That's awesome! Oh, that seems it amazing. is
6: absolutely hilarious. I'm gonna look gotta, that up. We gotta uh, check this out. Oh, I,
3: I have to be on record, though, that my favorite movie of his is The Hunt for the Red October, because that just might be, like, my favorite movie. and
0: he's, <laughs> He even kind of co-narrates and, you know, it. And, Harrison I mean, Ford's in it, too? No, wait,
3: Harrison Ford's not in on that one. That's Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. uh, you're right. Different
0: hothead. Um, different, different hothead,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, But, Say, I mean... hothead or pothead? <laughs> well, There's I do got said the hothead, but it is
0: true. Harrison does love him some You know, part. he's got the um, hot hand,
1: you know,
3: but
0: Oh, oh my god.
3: What? <laughs> uh this is coming out next year, right? we have get this
0: time, get this the contest, right? <laughs> oh, like record so very much in it is I can, but um uh I, I totally recommend the River Niger uh uh what what's the other one he did? Uh you guys were mentioning Conan the Barbarian and all these other movies. You should totally see Blood Tide. It's just, it's often on one of those Mill Creek, you know, horror movie packs. It's just a weird ass '80s movie. You should totally see it. <laughs> he's having to, to take down this mythical beast. But I mean, oh, that sounds awesome. Well, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's also has a um,
3: monster and James Earl
7: Jones.
0: Yeah, that's that's 10 yeah, out of 10. It's so much fun. But yeah, The Great White Hope. He, he's even in Swashbuckler and plays Alex Haley on one of the Roots spinoffs. And how can you forget Exorcist 2? <laughs> oh, yes, the heretic. <laughs> oh, is he man. the heretic? Totally. And Best of the Best. Oh, Best John's of the Best, life. man. Yeah. Who else would you want to play mentor Eric Roberts? But it is wild how they kept his role in Sneakers such a secret. And
4: then, you know, he just shows up. And you're like, I, that's, he's the head of the NSA? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think False Doom and Darth Vader are the same character. It's like he just kept living on. He put his oh no 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 no
0: yeah no it, he... it's the neighbor Mister Myrtle and in, in the sand oh, Sandlot. <laughs> Those guys are totally the same person. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he has a great brief arc on homicide life on the street. He's one the prosecutor on gang related with Tupac and Dennis Quaid. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, the rest of the time he was pretty much just the go to guy. Just showing up on sitcoms and Hallmark movies and it's all good he he earned it <laughs> King, King jaffy Joffer yeah it was King Jaffa yeah. oh yeah and he was the voice of CNN this yes, is CNN this is CNN <laughs> yeah, this shit six writes six itself welcome to, yeah. <laughs> welcome to CNN welcome to CNN
7: Yeah,
0: that would be great if they had some epic Star Wars music in between <laughs> Numbers. welcome
7: to cnn
3: <laughs> uh, that's that's how they should do the news they should do the star wars scroll right by. Panic, 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 panic,
0: panic.
7: war Everything in
3: ukraine
0: comes. oh man it claims on IMDb he used to use it as his handle on his CB radio uh, Darth Vader. He used it as his CB radio but stopped it when it was frightening people. <laughs> oh, God.
3: <laughs> yeah, those CB radio users are a jittery bunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, man.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? I'm recording this from a CB radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did
0: you know?
1: <laughs> 10-4, come on back now. <laughs> Come on now, man. four, good buddy,
0: good buddy, yeah, right. good old yeah, buddy, buddy. Good old buddy.
6: Got a convoy starting up here with Rubber Duck. <laughs> oh my
1: god!
6: Tune forty, tune forty. What about the what about the Sprint
0: commercial? I mean the the classic Toads. Mago- oh, where he did the splits,
6: <laughs> Toads
1: I, I forgot about the. That. <laughs> that
0: was a great ad. That was what, circa oh five, oh six, and yeah. yeah. My my brother and I were so impressed. He's doing the splits. Awesome. Oh, man. Can you even YouTube that?
3: <laughs> you could YouTube oh. anything nowadays.
0: Let me see if I can YouTube it. It's, it's all right. <laughs> Sprint ad. So just going to splice it in right here. <laughs> I, I might as well, you know. You should. It'll be great. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, my God. Huh and malcolm mcdowell's in the end i did not know that no. okay shit oh man that's fucking great
3: <laughs> malcolm mcdowell's had to do voices for star wars or something at this point right maybe uh-huh. because his
0: Kirk, that's as
3: close as yeah,
4: he's, he's a star trek guy they can't cross it's like that uh,
3: there's a sit. there's a handful of like brent spiner's done a voice in a star wars cartoon you know so a few people cross over
4: People's heads will explode. They're like, no, it's too many. We can only take like one or two. Like, Is he data? Is he this other guy? I don't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, you know, it's it's whatever you got to do.
6: <laughs> he did. Uh, I was just looking it up. He was, Malcolm McDowell did a voice of Minister Haidan in
3: Star Wars Rebels.
0: I oh, I okay. told you. I, 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 you there just you go. To, just, eventually, you immigrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That they, they they all find their way you know george takei's in both franchises for god's sake so you know oh my oh my, <laughs> great. <laughs> that's great i love that <laughs> and the connections
6: continue malcolm mcdowell was in captain jake and the neverland pilot pirates from uh was a disney junior and i think mark hamill was a voice actor in that one too uh,
4: there you go oh man you got oh man it? it
6: just
0: keeps going
4: well, Disney's going to own everything. so That's true, to, yeah. Waiting for him to
0: all, go to Paramount yeah. and do a whole oh, Star Trek versus Wars. In five God, years, it's
1: going to be that. like... Disney presents the Jacked Up Review Show podcast. And- oh, stop.
0: Why oh, no. are you try- is there a reason you're trying to enhance my ego here, my friend? Wow.
7: <laughs> Nothing is greater than the
4: power of the force. The power Send me the some force. Disney money. I'll take some Disney money.
3: Oh, I'd sell out to Disney in a heartbeat. Yeah, oh, sure. easy.
4: Yeah. A- Last Jedi is the greatest film ever. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, I draw a damn line. <laughs> you mean- fool, it's a package deal. We all have to sell
0: out.
3: We all have to sell
1: this gets you i don't know
0: what, what what does this get you does this buy a 10 freeze circle church what does this get you <laughs> you get a disney f- i don't know
1: You're, when you go when you, have you go a to a the bit energy. of an image you
0: know <laughs> this is
7: not when you a go f- to the parks f-
1: you get the churros 20 percent off so you only have to spend 45 dollars. <laughs> <churros.
0: laughs> the cheapest of the cheap but hey
3: Still got to wait in line for the rides, happy though. So. No, absolutely. Ending. No, fast, you still, you just,
1: fast pass, still full price. You still have to take out a fucking mortgage for full a fix. <laughs> <I'm so
0: mad. laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> we didn't take out the
1: guilty. This is why this is why the Barely Critical podcast is selling out to Paramount Plus. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I tell you what, I would be fine with Disney buying Paramount if they killed the Picard show. I mean, oh, God, I did not like that. No. I did not like I love Star Trek. Second to no man, but, man, I did not like Picard. I think it's going to keep getting great. I, I, I think it's going to be terrible. Spoilers. Love- he's a robot now. It's stupid. Okay. Hey, I, Where I, else I, I would he go?
0: He's becoming yeah. older. He's. Uh, it was a way better it. closure after. Yeah, he said, exactly. "Yeah, it's just
4: don't do it. Thank you. Don't Jane, do I. it." Like no yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Trek ended. It's there's real Star Trek, which is which is no, the real Star Trek, and then see, after that, how it's they
0: ended Star Trek was terrible. And Nemesis, no, thank you.
3: No, Nemesis I, was great. Come no. on. I'll, I'll take I'm Nemesis over everything.
4: I'll that take AJ the, does. Thank um, you, Jay, man. I'll take Nemesis.
3: I'll over half Bakari. agree
0: in that the Abrams movies were not good, but
4: yeah, they're awful trash. It's not 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 good. They're actually the second one was awful. a
3: neat idea. I kind of like the idea of like if the, if the Federation's like holy shit. How are we going to go to war? Well, let's get that warlord we shot out into outer space and unthaw him. You know, that's a neat, that's a neat premise. That's like, great. As Until far as execution. Like, he's
0: Khan. Oh. I'm like,
3: yeah. no. Yeah, but they're just... like, it's
4: like, it, but Khan has no relation to those characters in that timeline. So why would it matter? Like he's like, I'm Khan. Okay, who cares? We don't know who you are. It's a mere universe. It's like, okay. Well, I mean, his
3: <laughs> ego was so big, he thought that everyone would remember him from the eugenics wars. You know what I mean? That's like, he thought he'd be remembered and celebrated. <laughs> Would yeah. be my guess. Well, they they, I mean, they
4: thought they were clever in reversing the Spock dying or like the Kirk and Spock thing. It's like, yeah, well, it didn't make sense because Kirk was always emotional and Spock wasn't. So, Spock making a sacrifice, which shows that he is part human and that's an emotional thing. Oh, to see do. what that's we did there? Matters, we reversed
0: right? the plot twist. Clever. It's like, oh, <laughs> so
4: clever. Oh. These now it's Kirk who does love
0: it. it. These old guys hate I, it. I think it was just die.
3: because <laughs> Zachary Quinto could yell Khan better than uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, like, they probably yeah. had
3: Chris Pine read it a few times. like, we cannot scream. We need to, oh, we need to man. Yeah, we got
4: to reverse this quick. <laughs> yeah. Reverse, reverse course.
0: <laughs> just move wanna... the camera to the other side. Let's have a going. South Korean play a Japanese American.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, hey. Oh. That's, that's colorblind casting. This is the future. You know, it's fun. This
6: is the future. I think I almost got kicked out of when I went to go see uh, Star Trek into the Darkness. I think I almost got kicked out of the theater cuz it gets to that scene where where Kirk is dying and he's like, you know, that's that scene from Star Trek 2 and they're like, I have been and always shall be your friend. And I'm like
4: no, he's not. Oh, yeah, like from, oh, no. No. from one movie ago? From when, from when, from when, one movie 15
6: ago? minutes ago, you hated each other, and now yeah. you're best
3: friends for life? No.
6: Exactly. It's oh, so yeah. Stupid.
3: I hate when Spot Prime was like, well, you know, I didn't want to interfere because it was important that you guys became buddies. I'm like, they barely became buddies. You could have yeah. saved a lot of time. Come
4: on. <laughs> and wait a minute. Why were you in the theater for that movie? We That, that got glossed over pretty quickly. <laughs> I saw the <laughs> person in the theater. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to see any more. Of this
0: well, party. here's the thing: if it's Star Trek, you kind of suck it up and you. Find the good stuff in the bad, but the problem is, is like, yeah, when you suffer through bad Star Wars, it's just bad. So it's
6: I, like, let's let's put it this way: I love going to the theater so much. I have seen both of Yahoo Serious's movies in the theater.
0: Oh, oh, oh you poor child! <laughs> oh of master child.
3: <laughs> There's got to be a better way to get popcorn, John. Come
4: on. <laughs> I
0: mean, I'll do gay porn before I see a Yahoo serious movie. Just oh,
4: oh man! Oh.
0: <laughs> I, is isn't that what the isn't that what those were? <laughs> uh, what movies okay, are you going to do? John I'll really suffer, likes to, to that I'll little theater down, you, the down the block there. I'll suffer for you ball in you know, his version of windows. Star Wars before I watch Yahoo <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'll watch so all Billy the terrible D. movies that win Oscar's No, no, we're past <laughs> Billy D. Willis. Let's go on to Nellie Forman. <laughs> Why she's awesome. But well, you know,
3: she's one of the lucky ones. She's had a pretty good career post Star Wars. You know, not a guarantee. <laughs>
0: you know? It's like and she under... was in two giant blockbusters before, like Leo the Professional* and *Heat*. That's a great way to start your movie career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a great
1: movie. A great movie she was in that I don't feel like gets the recognition. Uh, *Annihilate*, *Annihilation*. I can't believe oh, that was
0: bad. *Annihilation* that was bad. Alex Garland has great ideas, but he never knows how to end them.
1: I didn't mind the movie. Like, I don't think it was offensive to cinema. Like, I just feel like... no,
0: but I I just... It was was still so anticlimactic. I was like, really? That's what they did and got all this vile and...
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. It was a book
0: of Eli-type motion. I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. (laughs) I don't buy the whole... Blind man goes across the desert and knows everything.
4: It's like yes, God is guiding him,
0: right? That was the <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was a I holy was wrong, man, man. Yeah. a holy black man, and I'm awesome because i <laughs> Denzel Washington should be in a Star Wars movie, but no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. He should I actually. Know, yeah, no.
4: He's too <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think Natalie Portman gets rewarded for like minimal effort. It's like, yeah, I'm here. I said my lines. Oh, cool. Okay. She had yeah. really awesome wardrobe. Yep. But she was my princess. Out, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the Thor movie, she literally just sleepwalks through the... Oh, God. Say, hey, uh, why don't we reward you by giving you the hammer? Oh, yeah. Uh, I would hammer you,
7: Natalie.
3: Okay, okay. You know, i thought we talk about <laughs> something where she's actually really good, and that was uh, Black Swan, Leon. directed by Dan I, Aronofsky.
5: She I was
3: have great Black in Swan that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I mm. love that. I love everything that Darren Aronofsky actually does. I think he's a great director. But you <laughs> love depressing
1: woman. movies?
0: The nerve.
3: It,
1: well,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, she she kills it. Go ahead, yeah, Trevor.
1: The only issue I have the only issue I have with Black Swan is I can't unassociate it from I think it was scary movie four. <laughs> oh, I hated God. It. Why are you and watching just, these movies? <laughs> because, because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the self-torture like, at this time
1: exactly you torture, like, torture.
0: he's jack bauer he's torturing himself
1: like black, the bomb. Like, the movie. <laughs> yeah. like black swan has you know this love scene and it's you know very, it's very tasteful so and then you go to the scary movie and they literally like have two taco shells rub- rubbing together and that's the image i only have now when it's like i whenever i watch black swan it's just 69, like 69 baby exactly it's it's two they have two train tunnels not even two trains two train tunnels just bashing into each other like in scary and just like and that's all i can think of it's like it's a very serious movie and it's a very well done movie but because i have this fucked up brain that i was cursed with all i think about are the lesbian references yes man
2: (laughs)
0: yeah
1: i just think of the lesbian references from scary movie four and i just i can't
0: that's great <laughs> i can black you swan first, though so. amazing
1: yeah <laughs>
0: oh so i I just love her comedies because she can do it but she's just very light and and she was a good sport yes about those movies just saying hey it's kind of more of a kid-friendly crowd versus you know the epics of the 70s and 80s and you know, I, I think she's just a very smart person. I can see why she's become an activist and filmmaker recently. I, I thought Jackie was really good, even V for Vendetta.
4: Yeah, V was cool. Mm.
0: I mean, when she was on SNL doing those rap battles, that was just unexpected. It's like, I did not expect that from you. <laughs> why well, is she anybody? I mean, <laughs> just being a foul-mouthed person in you know, a SNL rap, is pretty funny. Uh, Jane got a gun. I think you guys would like. It's just pretty straightforward Western. Your Highness was a fun medieval. We can't. We can't. That was basically Willow if it was funny. <laughs> Did she, <laughs> didn't she uh, play the kid in Heat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Closer. Don't recommend. That's just depressing as fuck. Where she plays a stripper.
3: Uh, wait go go back to that one
7: what was that
0: <laughs> I totally recommend anywhere but here where the heart is I forgot she cameoed as herself in Zoolander Mars Attacks that's right she's like the yeah. president's daughter
3: <laughs> Man, you know Mars Attacks I always thought was such a great movie and I still do but I didn't realize it was so poorly received when it came out you know, I was a kid when I saw it, and I'm like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. How dare but, everyone have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just seeing Tom Jones, like, fly a plane, it's just like, like, what more do you want? Come on.
0: Tom
4: Jones. <laughs> I mean, She's what are you going to make out of those cards, right? Like, it was trading cards, so they did the best that they could. It's like a trading card. Trading so, cards. Yeah. Like, that's that's where that came from, I think. So, I mean... <laughs> He, he did what he could with that he really expanded hmm. that concept so and, and all of the deaths from the cr- trading cards are in the movie like people getting zapped and yep. like melted and all that
0: that's fucking amazing i gotta yeah. get these cards especially yeah, you the actually can, you can
4: get them digital you can get them on like kindle or something nice like every, Sweet.
0: yeah <laughs> too caught too cool too cool so let's talk about why ian mcgregor is awesome
1: Oh, hello there.
0: <laughs> he played Jesus in a movie recently. That's that's just amazing. The Jesus? Yep, played <laughs> Jesus Christ in a movie. Oh, wow.
3: Isn't he a little was old he? for Jesus? I don't know. Uh, how well, old is I Jesus? Mean, that dude doesn't
0: age. <laughs> like three. I
3: was going to say,
1: people People keep pulling pranks like even from the new kenobi like poster. i love Someone that meme that it. keeps going
0: around people, yeah. <laughs> people
1: crop it and they put a bible verse on it and they post it on facebook and they say like jesus is good all the time and all these like women in their like 40s and 50s are like you're right literally they know it's ian mcgregor and not jesus
3: oh man
1: that's been, that's been a long going thing like there have been, i've noticed it so many times scrolling through facebook seeing all my relatives being racist and stuff you know yeah, facebook. say amen you know yeah <laughs> and it's like you got 10
0: like, seconds before i unfriend you on facebook <laughs>
1: yeah but i see a picture and it's just like like this post if you like if you love Jesus. And I'm like, that's Ian McGregor. I bet you won't
7: re-post this. <laughs>
1: you know? It's like, do I I like Ian McGregor? So do I like this post? Or like
0: what are Yeah, I <laughs> how do I respond to this man?
3: <laughs> you know, I gotta say my favorite uh Ian McGregor movie is definitely Moulin Rouge. I think
0: that movie is the tops. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was good too. yeah. You ever see Eye of the Holder, which was a pretty giallo themed kind of serial killer movie he did? Is that the one with Ashley, Ashley Judd too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, and yeah, actually I have. And that's the one where she like uh befriends the blind guy, right? I think so.
0: And but I just love how oh, he was in psychological thrillers like that yeah, and Stay. yeah, no, no, That is a good movie. It is just like, and even Cassandra's dream is like this dude does deep stuff.
1: He's also been specializing in the live action live action Disney remakes um so i do make that he, money
0: man but he's exactly, at least on yeah. fargo
1: man <laughs> exactly
4: <laughs> yeah, fargo he was great in that
0: son of a gun is a great gangster movie he's in as part of a robbery crew and apparently he filmed jane got a gun around the same time that a million ways to die in the west was there so that's why he did a cameo in both <laughs>
4: <laughs> I And mean, he was the- uh Yep. What about Dr. Sleep? I thought that was really good. I was good. just going oh, yeah. yeah, to say Oh, yeah, we got to talk one. about
0: that. August, Oceans County, uh, Our Kind of Traitor, even The Island. Just fun, fun blockbuster I movie. I
3: did like The Island that with uh, Michael Clark Duncan's in that as well. That's a good one.
4: Yes, man
0: yeah
3: man.
4: birds of it, prey uh his black mass ha, have not uh, seen
0: that one i, I i'm burnt out on the superhero it, but movies, he's having man. fun uh, save well, yourself I on gotta, the birds of prey I, I gotta invite you to roast all the marvel and dc movies <laughs> i don't even want movies. to roast them i don't care enough about them well that's funny man. we got to just introduce the people that hey time's up
3: yeah i i, I think that's fair to say uh we were uh we if you we're don't scheduling... want to hear
0: your favorite filmmakers bashing these then you got to stop making them.
3: that's true i'm waiting we were... for
0: william freaking or roman polanski not that i would care what polanski has to say just to say something like that these movies are giving our competition ah. <laughs> <laughs> the resistance
3: we were scheduling a guest and we said what what movie do you want to do and he said oh i'll do any movie except for the internals that movie is cinematic melatonin
1: Oh, <laughs> was
4: like, oh God, it
0: was brutal. Awful. Oh shit! It was awful. Oh, oh man, oh.
1: I I haven't gotten the willpower to watch it. I haven't.
0: It's all I good. The bullet. It was not an enjoyable experience. Uh, I did my wrong. taxes while, well, and the taxes were more interesting. Oh, <laughs> I haven't even done my taxes yet. Shit. Oh, you know man. something's bad when you want to do the most mundane paperwork that's required. Oh.
4: It was. It was <laughs> just. It, was a hard it one. looks terrible. It makes no sense. Nothing. N- n- there's nothing compelling going on. All the characters just say dialogue and then walk off I the screen. I still got to see it, but I have <laughs> it's, a feeling it's all I don't like it
0: just because of Angelina Jolie. So, oh, she was well, falling she, asleep during she, it.
4: She, she doesn't do much in it, so don't get yeah. too excited for her in there. It's
0: alright. I generally... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I generally like direct video movies and just shit that everyone hates. So uh, Unless it's Dogma 95 style shit or Nominate for Oscars fuck that
3: shit <laughs> yeah, but usually those movies are kind of made with that kind of wink and that intentionality I think Eternals was supposed to be a
0: serious feature you know? maybe it was supposed to be an A24 movie that made everyone <laughs> <their> eyes out <laughs> produced maybe. by Ari Aster no Um now let's oh. talk about Tamora Morrison and why he's amazing Ah. Oh. Uh, casting in like two million uh, roles in one movie. Django and Boba and yeah, now J- and Boba again. <laughs> Ten million other clones. Yes. <laughs> okay, think I think
4: I'm a clone now. The first thing the time I, I saw him was uh, Once Were Warriors, which is uh, um,
0: did you ever see uh, the sequel to that? That was
4: I didn't even know there that. Was twice Were
0: Warriors. <laughs> yeah, twice were. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's called uh, What Becomes of the Brokenhearted, but it's really cool because he again he was great as Jake the Mus in the first movie it just it was a sleeper film in 94 and even the filmmakers involved never were ever as good as that but yeah ever again but I loved how in part two he has to redeem himself and save his son from you know getting killed oh, by gangsters what's
4: that what was that called I'm gonna get it what I becomes the broken hearted and if what I'm become, not mistaken
0: oh, wow. I think you can find it on YouTube still so, it's also the name of a really good Motown song yeah I mean, I'm very tempted to sing
3: it. We
6: established it was Once Were Warriors 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, but
1: you know <laughs> <no one else. laughs> Take
4: that for part three to conclude I've the been trilogy.
1: Sitting, I've been sitting on that joke for three minutes. And then
4: <laughs> I mean, that, that movie is very, very like serious and depressing. <laughs> so it's great to be like, oh, that part two. We decided to change it a bit, make it a little bit more palatable for everybody. I'm going to punch it up a little. <laughs> my friends. So
0: that's good. You you saw the good shit is what you're telling me. You saw, <laughs> you saw that as opposed to Speed 2 or Barbed Wire.
4: Oh, I, oh, I love barbed wire, man! Oh man, we can't get can't go on barbed wire. Cut out the, the rest of that movie the movie and just have his stunts.
0: The movie's even better, man. It's...
4: Well, barbed wire is a remake of uh, Casablanca. It's the exact storyline. Oh my God! Yes. No, it actually <laughs> oh, is. Man. Like I'm not joking. It's the exact. No, it, I've it, heard it, that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the exact storyline of Casablanca, except it's uh, except uh what's his name um thing is uh is, is barbed wire so instead of. um Bogart, Bogart is Barb is uh, sorry to bust 90%. your inner Bogart. Sorry to be a Bogart on a Bogart.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh so well, let's talk about Ray Park. The dude was Toad in X Men, yeah. Sleepy Hollow Horseman, and even in Ballistic X versus Sever. That that dude is just awesome. He gets my money every snake time, guys. Dude, he can yeah. snake eyes. Snake oh. eyes. Mortal Combat. Yeah. like, yeah.
1: We just reviewed uh, G.I. Joe Two. Maybe yeah, Electric yeah. yeah, play Snake Eyes. I will say Snake Eyes. Only good part of that movie. I will yep. give it credit to that. Like everything else is so fucking bland.
4: Why? Well, I've got an idea. I think for the next Snake Eyes movie, they should have him without the mask on. Oh wait. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's like the only. G- the only good part of gi joe 2 was snake eyes so they take that character and shit it up for the movie that he's in on his own it's like uh okay that was weird like
1: well yeah it's it's the same thing they did with the x-men movies and hugh jackman's wolverine it's like okay we're gonna send him off on his own and everything's on fire oh my right. god we ruined deadpool oh shit and then yeah it just, i essentially at they least no they backtracked
4: and made i like the wolverine and i liked logan so i mean at least they kind of i was just referring
1: to origins but yeah, yeah no that was a disaster yeah oh, were are you? i Warrior? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got I that's a great clarification. No shitting on Logan. Logan was a perfect movie.
0: It's Logan. good if you've never seen Leon the Professional, but yes, it's a good movie. Yes. <laughs> it makes every grown man cry except me, because I'm a cold hearted bastard, but it's a good movie. <laughs>
7: Well,
3: you know, it's a, a movie we haven't discussed yet, but would actually fit for no. pretty much everyone we about. <laughs>
7: uh, I'll go tell ahead. you. I'll tell you. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh,
3: <laughs> fanboys from 2009. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so he's
0: in that. Ray Park in is that. in that.
3: As yes. the uh, security guard, and he does all the Darth Maul moves, but he's not wearing all the makeups. So that was
0: so great, though, because yeah. even before all these martial artists like Frank Grillo and uh, what's his name? Scott Atkins were around. When I saw him, I was just like, in fact, if speaking of Scott Atkins, you should totally see him in Accident, man. It's a fun John Wick movie based on an actual comic. And I, But yeah, had I not seen him in Fanboys, I would have never known that he could do some fun Jackie Chan kind of comedy and just sort of just body language. It's like he was so fun while int- funny and intimidating at the same time. It was great. Yeah, no, he he was great in that, you know, and I think Carrie Underrated Fisher's in it too. too. There's
3: there's a few people that, that like they got a lot of Star Wars folks in there,
0: and it's a great story, you know, is the guy dying of cancer and he's seeing one of the prequels and then he's running into some trackers and and it's just some other fun stuff, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's just it was very clever and no one knew how to advertise, and you're like, for real? I mean, there was a Darth Vader helmet on the cover. How do you not know how to advertise this movie?
3: Yeah. I I love the, oh, I love the ending where they're all sitting down Someone watching used the, the, force on the That that's, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, and
0: we the... can't not talk about Frank Oz either. Oh, I think we can. <laughs> no. Okay, well, I get overruled again. I was gonna. Great director. <laughs> they, want to they want to talk about Frank Oz. <laughs> shovel up my ass, are <laughs> you? Well,
3: Let's he was honest. a he was a Muppet guy, right? He's like, a Muppet, that's that. yeah. He's yeah. A great the director. Muppets.
4: Hey yo, it's
0: the Muppets. Hey yo, yeah. <laughs> <Nappy> <laughs> <Muppets>. <laughs> I'm walking here. I'm a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna wrap this up for you guys. I feel like you have all summed it up so great. You, I mean, I could talk about all the other bit part guys. I know the guy who played uh, Silas Carson played Saboba as well as various other Imperials and Droid commanders and. Hugh Quarcy played Captain Benaka and he's like a go-to British guy in the Genevieve O'Reilly played Mon Mothma and the prequels of Rogue One. But other than that, I feel like we've summed up just about all these how these lovable actors just are so dedicated regardless of the material they're in. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to let you guys promote your shows real fast. So who wants to go
1: first? uh Tre- trevor and luke will go first um well, yeah. the chosen
0: ones uh, here yeah. we go.
1: <laughs> okay um so yeah uh this is trevor and this is my co-host luke i couldn't luke say something yes <laughs> uh, we're from the barely critical podcast um our entire premise is we have to watch every movie ever to firmly decide which one is the greatest of all time Man. um yeah you can join us in Does that include uh for porn? If we haven't gotten into Prison Slut 7 yet. We need to watch 1 through 6. Well, or else we'll I don't we got to have
0: Prison stuff. <laughs> we'll I'm just, talking more.
1: Well, I just mean BBC
0: like. See Volume 5 or.
1: Well, we can't watch Volume Five without watching Volumes One through Four first. Yeah,
7: we're
0: going to be lost the entire time.
1: Yeah, just,
3: it's like well, you know, play. it actually started with Number Four. It went Four, Five, Six, and then they released One, Two, Three. Oh
7: my God! They did
0: a Star Wars. <laughs> it was a compilation, and yeah, it was. A, there are some great Star Wars porn berries,
1: That is for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, that could be on our list sometime. But i uh, like to
0: inspect some- my lightsaber. <laughs>
1: These are not the droids you're looking for. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, oh my.
6: (laughs) Hello, Um, what have we here?
1: (laughs) Hello there. That's
0: pretty small for a (laughs) stormtrooper.
1: I am (laughs) here. I am your father. Uh, yeah, I uh, am. Now I cross the, the line. Okay, well. <laughs> That's the Alabama one. It.
0: This is going to get an X ray
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, well, porn aside, yeah. Uh, uh, you can uh, tune in next for our next show. We're actually having. Oh, uh, Kent, we're having... We're having our boy Cam on and we're going to be re- reviewing no, that's Psycho. Right. Yeah, I yeah, you're wait. going to be on. Yeah, we're reviewing I'm going to be comparing
0: Psycho. it to Bruiser, the George Romero movie, the whole time.
1: This is a fucking oh, good <laughs> <Hey, whenever laughs>
0: It was want, written man. years before.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, look us up. Uh, all major platforms. Uh, barely critical podcasts. Yeah, we just, we got to watch them all. It, yeah. Gotta so. watch
0: them all. All right. <laughs> so, John. Uh, what, is, what do you got planned for 30-something next besides watching an amazing show?
6: Yeah, so we've got so John Reed, 30-something movie podcast. Uh, my other guys that were not able to make it here with me tonight, uh, Dennis, Bo, Pat, and Jeff are usually on with me. And our show, the kind of the premise of our show is we do uh, movies that are hitting their 30th anniversary. So this year we are in 92. So, so far we've done Lethal Weapon 3. We've done My Cousin Vinny. Uh, we did Passenger Fifty Seven. We'll do them whether they're wow. good or bad. I don't really care. We're just going to cover them.
0: I don't really uh, care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give yeah, a
6: that's good. hey. I, I already told you. I'll go to a movie theater to get popcorn just to watch. I mean, I'll watch the Yahoo series pop- just to get some <laughs> popcorn. So
0: <laughs> you are just too easy to get along with. I, I will
6: watch. I will watch just about anything. Maybe but. I
0: need you to tell everyone why Picard's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh God, it was
3: fine. It was all right.
6: But yeah, no, we're uh, we're we're kind of excited because we are actually reaching our 400th episode here in just a couple of weeks. So
0: oh, it's over 400. 400. that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I regret nothing. So Dylan, can you know? Obviously, I've had all the MVPs here. You know, Ryan. Ah,
3: <laughs> oh, you haven't had Big Rob. Ben Haslar though. He's the fourth co-host. So yeah, you've had Rob just what Ryan. Just one thing I gotta Rodriguez. figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, uh, The Reels of Justice, it's uh, Rob Maynard, Reels Brian Luis Rodriguez, Justice. myself, uh, <laughs> and Big Ben Hassler. Every week we put a movie on trial to determine if it's guilty of being a bad movie, and we have a Dum-dum. special, oh, I know, it's intense, <laughs> we have a special guest every week that either prosecutes or defends the movie, like we've had uh, Frank Conniff and Trace Beaulieu on, like you mentioned before, we have a uh, historian, Jeremy I've Black. I've always loved it when you've had to us.
0: defend a movie that none of you even give a shit about, but someone oh, has God, to be on the opposing side. It's a mercenary job. I must defend my client. Yeah, no, that, that,
3: you know, like, uh, I, uh, like uh, the most recent episode that came out was Spawn, and I actually, oh I, god, I really wanted to defend Spawn, but uh, the guest on he wanted to, uh, he wanted to defend it, so I had to prosecute it. Actually, so I had to, I had to, I had to flip the script. I'm like, oh, I like this movie though, and I had to tear it apart. At
0: least you can just ask easy questions as opposed to attack.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, ah. Uh, and we've we haven't done a I don't think we've done a Star Wars movie yet, but we have had some grumblings about a few guests who would like to do like Rogue One or something. So stay we, tuned. We did I remember the Rob said special. it best when I
0: had him on my show one time. He's like, I don't want to talk to anyone who doesn't like Rogue One.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know, Rob only gets one vote. You know. Oh. <laughs>
1: Can you review the Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh,
0: God, why? It's
1: <laughs> better, we than, did,
0: the, it's better because... than the sequel trilogy. Oh!
1: <laughs> oh, oh, it does
6: introduce
3: Boba Fett. You got to give it that much. We did that two
6: Christmases Jerry ago. Harry Fisher
1: it, sings,
0: and Harrison Ford we, kills a guy.
6: We did, that with, uh, we did that with another podcast two Christmases ago, and I feel like I still need to take a shower from that one scene where the Wookiee is watching the...
1: <laughs> watching board.
6: Semi- <laughs> Watching yeah, yeah. board. Watching Pretty much, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Dude, I want to <laughs> kick, I want to kick Chewy son into the, the, uh, orbit. Like, I just, I hate Chewy. Oh, yeah. Sun. irrational. His name. is lumpy. what we
0: get for. At least we didn't talk about B. Arthur this whole time because I was, I was awesome.
1: just gonna <laughs> say B. Arthur. Sorry, I was, I was <laughs> gonna throw that in
4: there. <laughs>
0: no, she's,
1: she's not the one who did blackface. Who did blackface in the holiday special? Oh,
0: someone did blackface. Uh-huh.
1: Someone absolutely. It's like a weird cooking segment in the holiday special. Yes. yeah, the,
2: the cooking like, video. You
0: sure it wasn't your VCR fading out from the? Pain it was having to embrace. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll, that I'll was, have uh, to... That was Chef Gormanda. Oh. Chef Gormanda, yes, and she did. And blindness. they are part of the canon, believe it or not. Some dickhead years ago in the nineties <laughs> made these guys part of the Star Wars encyclopedia. So, but again, ah. I will still I will watch this in purgatory and in hell versus <laughs> <laughs> any lens flare induced Star Wars ship fest. So, um. J man, yo J. Jay. Yes, J walking man. What you up to? What you what you doing after this?
4: Uh, I well, I stream um on YouTube under uh, J man seventy seven. Only and, on Patreon uh, and
0: OnlyFans. Oh yeah,
4: I don't have. Yeah, I don't have. I don't the have. Owner the boner is strong with this
1: one. <laughs> 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 the erection is strong. This
4: one. Yes. We're <laughs> going to well, uh,
2: blow for your job.
4: <laughs> in spaceballs, remember they put the uh, the ring to their crotch and then the 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 the. The ah, uh, the lightsaber would come up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they activated oh, the lightsaber. swords, or yeah, yeah. So we stream. I stream Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. We do comic book stuff. So whatever you know, we're going to be talking about Peacemaker and um, you know Superman and Lois and whatever's you know coming out stuff. that week. Yeah. Um, Wednesdays we do verses. So we take two movies and we uh, have down. them face face them off. So we did like we did like T one versus T two. Karate Kid One versus Karate Kid Two, Blade versus Blade Two, Superman versus Superman Two, Alien versus Aliens, that kind of stuff. So we pick a winner, um, and we pick tough movies, right? Like T One versus T Two is not as easy as it might sound to say, "Oh, it's It's you know." So we really break it down, like we break down the story, the characters, all that. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it. So three nights a week.
0: Awesome. So Um, stellar. uh, Thank you all for being here i will i will have you all back again and get this episode posted up thank you all for doing this all-star cast
3: hey thank you it was nice meeting all you
0: guys you guys great great group great group icing on the cake (laughs) my friends thank you
5: we'll return after these messages
0: hey feeling down feeling low As needed, and let the hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host cure what ails you.
6: Warning may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a
2: physician before listening. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, oh, Nick necro-
0: And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the '80s and '90s,
2: often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. <laughs> it's time. Let's check our cue, baby pair it with a couple of baby we love good movies we love the bad ones too so we watch them all ooh, and pass their ooh, lessons ooh, on to you. Ooh, oh, yeah. Banap, ban banap, announced. Banap, 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 announced. Everything I learned from movies. helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a the one that's black holes, a gratuitous movie. It's time to get busy with your friend
7: Steven. At EILFM.podbean.com.
5: Welcome to Who Was She? Podcast. I am your host, Tara Jabari. After a decade working in documentaries, marketing, and all things digital media, I found that podcasting is a strong medium to share stories. After years of producing for others, I decided to start my own biographical podcast. Who Was She? will focus on the life of a woman throughout Baha'i history. The first season is about Lydia Zeminov. Lydia's story explores the subjects of the power of language and faith. Her father invented the universal language Esperanto, and she came from a Jewish family and became a Baha'i. She grew up during World War I and was killed during World War II in a concentration camp despite heroic efforts to save her life. How can one person's life intersect with so many others, connect across borders, and inspire a biography which inspired this podcast? Over the next few weeks, I will share her story with you and the lives that were most affected by her and those who affected her life as well. They include her father, Ludwig Semenov, her spiritual mother, American journalist Martha Root, and the Baha'i German soldier, Fritz Mako, who worked for the resistance undercover while having to serve the Nazi party. I want to thank the author, Wendy Heller, and George Ronald Publishing for their blessing to let me use Heller's biography, Lydia, The Life of Lydia Zeminoff, Daughter of Esperanto, as a main and instrumental resource for this podcast. So please subscribe and learn about this amazing woman who traveled through three continents in an effort to bring unity through the power of language. You can also find more information on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Who Was She Podcast. Music was composed and performed by Sam Redd. I am your host, Tara Jabari. Join us next time as we begin our journey about Lydia Zeminoff.
0: The Jacked Up Review Show can also be followed on Facebook on both the page and the group. Feel free to chat, leave questions, make requests for future episodes, also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for your various support, and we'll continue to entertain the hell out of you. Till then, take care. <laughs>